And good afternoon, good afternoon. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. News Talk 910, you got legal problems. I've got all kinds of legal answers. I am a lawyer. I've got David Brown doing research for me. Two lawyers. You can't beat this deal because it's free, right? News Talk 910 pays for the lawyer. They pay for the research and the call. 866-536-1000. It's a toll-free call. Costs you nothing. I don't want your pink slip. I don't want your credit card. I don't want your wife or your husband. Nothing. Just your stories. We love those stories. Call it in. 866 866- Five three six one thousand. I'm live. I'm here till four o'clock. Call now. You got a problem? Call now. If you wait till a quarter to four, you're not getting through. Eight six six five three six one thousand. Gorin in Hayward. Len Tillum. Gorin, how come you're calling a lawyer? Okay, Len. So I have a son. He's twenty years old. How old? I got a... How old? How old is your son? I didn't hear you. Twenty years old. Twenty. Too old. Okay. So I got a letter from the California State Child Support uh, Agency that I own about 9000 to the, the equivalent agency in Finland. Now, I paid money voluntarily to the local bank to my son's account all these years, and the sum is probably about five, six times the, the money they require from me. So when I presented those documents to the California Child Support Agency, they told me they can do nothing about that. They can send those papers to Finland. And if those people make a decision over there that I am supposed to pay it, that's the way it's supposed to be. Now, I got the answer, and the agency from Finland says, I have to pay because I sent the money to my child's account. I was supposed to pay to the mother. Yes. So since, the, since the government over there paid the mother, I'm supposed to pay them. When I uh, talked to the local agency here, I said I never had a hearing over there. I never had a court date over there. They made a decision without my presence. And when I requested here to have a hearing, they told me, too bad, we have to, rec- we have to, um, we have to obey their court order and we have to collect the money from you. Yeah, let me so explain. Let, first, let me tell you what's going on, and then I'll give you a question. Let me give you the background. Here's what's going on. And David did the research. I didn't even know this. The United States and Finland and I guess we're doing it with lots of foreign countries, have entered into an international agreement regarding child support. And here's the deal. If the child is in Finland, the Finnish courts have jurisdiction over child support, and the international agreement the United States and Finland enter into is that the United States courts and our legal system will do whatever they say no matter what. We back them up. The same applies in reverse. In other words, if there's unpaid U.S. child support claims, the Finnish government will collect it. Let me give you an example. Let's say you live in California and you have a son in New York, just in the United States. It it doesn't matter if it's the United States and Finland, but New York and California make it easier, I think, to, to digest. You have a son in New York who lives in New York and you live in California. The New York courts will determine child support, not California. And then the New York child support people will send a letter or an order to the California child support people, and they'll come after you. So you don't get a hearing in California or the United States. It's all in Finland. And I know the rules are here. When you have to pay child support in California, you have to pay it to the mother. And if you give it to the child, that's not the child support the court order. That's like a gift to your child. So the Finnish courts have ordered you to pay child support. The order was forwarded to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, 
And they sent it to the California Department of Child Support Services. And if you want to fight this, you have to fight it in Finland. Okay. And here's what else is going on. I don't know how much they're going to do it, but are you, your son, are you close with his mother? Do you talk to her? No, I'm not, actually. Why did you send the money to your son and not to the mother? I didn't know. I thought it was better to send it to, to my son because I, I don't know. I didn't know. Because you don't like his mother or you thought she would spend it on herself, something like that, right? Well, she opened the account. She used the money, so I thought, I mean... Can you call her and say, look, call her up or call your son, you know, and say, look, I paid you the child support, and now Finland courts are coming after me in California. By the way, here's the problem. You know, everything that they do in the United States or in California to enforce a California or United States court order, they can, Gorn, they can suspend your driver's license. They can take your income tax refunds. They can garnish your wages, your retirement. I mean, they can do all of these things to you. So, I mean, you may go to renew your California driver's license and they won't renew it. Yeah, I understand that. So I, I think calling... What about calling the people... You speak Finnish, right? Right. What about calling up the people or sending an email to the child support department in Finland and show them all the proof you paid the child support? The mother opened the account? Right. I, I sent them already all the proof, and they made a decision because, actually, the mother, in this case, the mother has to pay money back to the government, so she doesn't oh. want to do that. Oh, your mother, the mother was like doing welfare fraud, you know. She was getting right. money from you and not telling them, something like that, right? Right, right, right. And I, yeah, and the government wants the money from me, and they claim I didn't send the money to the mother, therefore I'm responsible. Well, but, you know. I, I know, and it burns your ass. I know that. You, listen, here's the thing. If you don't send the money, maybe because it's a bureaucracy and it's California and Finland, maybe they won't do anything. What have they said they're going to do if you don't pay the money? So should I wait till they suspend my license and then after that I complain about it and maybe I start paying after they suspend Or you could work out payments to them, you know, small payments. Do, are you a rich man? Can you spend the $9,000 easily? No, usually, yeah, but uh, I can do it payments, I guess. Why don't you call? So, it, you know, that's the decision. It's how gutsy or nervy do you want to be? Do you want to say drop dead and wait and see what happens? A lot of guys would do that. I don't think that's a good idea. Or do you want to try and bargain with California? What do you do for a living, Goran? I, I sell insurance. And you get a paycheck from the insurance company or you uh, commissions? Is it, it Right, commissions, everything, yeah. You, you know, the, yeah. I think if you say to California, if you're a father in California and you said to them, well, I want to make payments, then they'd say, okay, but we want to see your income tax returns. We want to see how much you have. Then we'll work it out. They're not going to let you just say, I want to make payments. So, okay. yeah, I think you have to talk to them and see what's going on. I think you're stuck with this. I, I, I mean, uh, I don't see what you can do because the mother's going to lie in Finland, right? Right, right. Otherwise, she has to pay the money back. Yes. Know, she won't do that. Do you have any relationship with your son or not much? Uh, yeah, not much, not much. Does he ever come to visit you in California? Not yet, not yet. Are you going to go visit him in Finland? Yeah, probably. Someday. All right. Well, uh, let me know what you decide to do, okay? Okay. Good luck. But you're stuck. Yeah. He's stuck. I, I mean, 
when they, people like when these government agencies say, "Give me the money," and and we're relying on what Finland says, I, I mean, just bend over. You're screwed. That's the way it goes. Eight six six five three six one thousand. How do you fight the government? Julie, hello, in, hello, Julie yeah. in Daly City, Len Tillum. Why are you calling a lawyer, Julie? I am actually calling because I am a tenant who has been renting in the legal unit, and I'm having severe issues with the landlord. Um, what What makes the unit illegal? Um, because I don't have heat, uh, no access to any heat. I don't have access to my mailbox, and wait, wait, do you live in the house or? In, in like a shed in the back? Where do you live? It's supposed to be an in-law unit. Um, when he rented it to me, he showed me everything and said, oh, you, the only thing you'll be splitting is pg and garbage with the man upstairs. Okay. So wait, is it you rent the bottom of the house? Is that what it is? Or a separate part of the house? It's the bottom of the house. And it's only a portion of the bottom of the house. Do you have your own kitchen? Yes, they do. Okay, but it's illegal. The county or the city or Daly City never gave him permission to make it a legal unit, right? Correct, and I already have the floor plan for that, and he's done a lot of changes um, without permits, and they I've already requested for him to you know, be fined for that, and they said pretty much that he's really trying to get away with it. And right, and, and do you want to move, or you just want to get your rent back? What do you want? I, I know I'm... Cannot be in that home because it's so severe mold infestation. Oh yeah, you got to get out of there. Look, burning. Okay, here, here. I mean, it's bad. Yeah, no, you got to get out of there. The good news is the unit is illegal, so the landlord can't sue you on the lease. He can't sue okay. you to pay the rent. So if you stop paying the rent, that's okay too. Um, the well, lease that's is. What I did. Okay, the well, landlord can. How long has it been since you stopped paying the rent? As of January 1st, but I paid first last in the deposit. So as of February the 20th would have been me exhausting my last month's rent and my deposit. Yeah, if you stop paying the rent, your landlord can still evict you, but he can't mm-hmm. get a court judgment ordering you to pay him back rent. Um, oh. So in other words, he can evict you, but he can't get an order from the court saying you owe him any money for rent you don't pay. Here's the bad okay. news. The bad news is the fact, since even though the unit is illegal, it doesn't mean you're entitled to all of the rent you paid the landlord for the last, what, three years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the court will say you more or less got what you paid for, a place to live. Um, the court could order you, the landlord, to pay your damages, you know, because it's moldy and terrible. There is a thing called Project Sentinel. Listen to this. They're an HUD, HUD, approved housing counseling agency that operates in San Mateo County, Fremont, and parts of Santa Clara County. And what, Daly City is in San Mateo County, right? Yes, it is. Why don't you call them? They'll tell you what to do, and they will have people there who know a lot more about this kind of stuff than I do. So you got a pencil? Let me give you the number. Projects Sent... You got a pencil? Yes, I'm ready. Project Sentinel, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L... And they're at 650-321-6291. And you can see them on the web at housing, H-O-U-S-I-N-G dot O-R-G. And I would call them up and see what's going on. And the other thing you might do is go into the yellow pages for San Mateo County and look up for lawyers who do landlord-tenant work. 
Are you sick because of the mold? Do you have any problems with your health? Yes, yes. I've lost my job. My kids and I both have severe asthma. I mean, it's it's very severe. And, and that is related to the mold that's in the garage, and your your kids have been living with you there too. Yes, they have. Hold on one second. I can give you the names of some lawyers. You know, Jim Gagan does personal injury work, and, and he, he may know some lawyers. Hold on. Stay on the line a second, will you? Okay. Don't, don't hang up. I bet you I can find a lawyer for her who helps her with this, who does that kind of work. David, get all the information you can from Julie, okay? All right. And, um, but do call Project Sentinel, Julie. Hey, Listen to it. Oh, by the way, I got open lines, 866-536-1000. Now, next caller ran through a red light, hit another car, and needs a lawyer. That's for sure. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? I'm here till 4 o'clock. This is local radio. We're not coming to you from Atlanta. We're coming to you, well, right from beautiful Sonoma to the Bay Area. Local numbers, local help. Can't beat that. 866-536-1000. You got a legal problem? We love the stories. Call it in. Susan in San Ramon. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Susan? Hi, Len. Calling for a friend, actually. I wasn't driving. She got arrested for reckless driving, running a red light in a four-way intersection. No, no. Wait, wait a second. Yes. I've run red lights by mistake. That that reckless driving could be a felony or a misdemeanor. It's a big deal. I mean... You got to do more than just run a red light to get a reckless driving ticket. Do you know what she did? Well, as far as I know, that's exactly what she did. She and I guess it was a, a misdemeanor, but they did take her to jail. Did anybody get hurt? Yes, the other car, uh, slight minor injury, shoulder problem, but nothing major. So she wait. She ran a red light and hit another car. Yes, they stopped in the middle of the intersection when she realized, well, she knew what she was doing, but she and another car came to a stop, didn't hit each other. She decided to get out of the intersection and continued forward and hit the car coming from the other direction. And I think a she was cop? going quite fast when she was entering the intersection to begin with. She wasn't drunk, right? No drunk, no drugs, no. Professional young woman, nice car. So wait, wait a um, minute. She was just late somewhere and she tried to run the light or just... Yes, yeah, she was, yes. There was some personal thing going on, was in a hurry to get there and made a stupid decision. Okay. And but they did arrest her, so she now she has a hearing. She got a, out a cop, did a cop see her do it? I, a cop saw her do it. There, under, I, I understand there was an off-duty police officer behind her. Oh, he must have seen her and said, I'm getting to her. He must have been pissed at her, too. I think so. Okay, so they're charging her with a misdemeanor, not a felony, thank God. That's what I understand. Yeah, okay. And how come you're calling me? What's the question? I'm calling you to ask you when she shows up for court, does she need an attorney and kind of what to expect? Okay, so I don't think she needs a lawyer yet because, okay. first of all, the ch- all that happens is she got a court date. She got the ticket. Oh, she got how much was her bail? They arrested her. I honestly don't know. I think they let her out. I but I honestly don't know. So you know, the amazing thing is the cop must have been really upset with her. I think so. Because uh, he must have seen it and gone ballistic. This I think crazy that's lady what probably happened. Be- because otherwise, you know, she ran a red light. Yeah, you get a ticket if there's an accident. They don't lock you up for, even for reckless. They give you a ticket, you know. But this cop must have been really upset. I think so. So uh, I would assume he'll make a good witness at the trial. But here's what's going on. When she got the ticket, when she got out of jail, they said, you got to show up on this date. Right. And that's the arraignment, A-R-R-A-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. Uh-huh. It's like 
all the cases, all the people, and if she shows up on a Monday, it's really bad because all the young kids who got arrested for drunk driving and not paying tickets over the weekend have been locked up in jail and they show up. You know what I mean? Right. So she shows up in court and all the judge is going to say is, how do you plead? And okay. she can say, I'd like time to get a lawyer. She can't. She works and makes a nice living, right? Uh, she makes a decent living. Not not. What does she make a year? Would you say? Oh gosh, um, fifty boy, grand, sixty yeah, grand. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe fifty, sixty. She ain't getting a public defender. I, How I much mean, do you have to make to get a public defender? A lot less than that. I, I would not guess. Much. I would okay. guess two grand a month or less. I don't even know. That's a good question. David, okay. we should figure out what's the minimum for a public defender. See if you can look that up right now. Yeah. I don't know, but I, you know, I've been doing radio a long time. I never thought about that. But um, it ain't. It's a lot less than fifty grand. Okay. So, but she doesn't. She can show up without one. They're not going to like take her away. No, day. no, no. And and well, if you want to be nasty, you can tell her. Len said you should bring clean underwear and a toothbrush. <laughs> No, you like that, huh? No, don't tell her that. No. I won't tell her that. No, no, no. But um, no, they're not going to arrest her. They're not going to lock her up or anything like that. And she should ask the judge, write this down. This is a good thing to do. Okay. She should ask the judge for a copy of the police report. So okay. show the lawyer. So the lawyer can get an idea of what's going on. And, and then see, and, and you know, but if a lawyer shouldn't charge five or $6,000, you know, for this, uh, it sounds like a cop saw her do it. Right. You know, so um, she ain't going to beat it, and, and she doesn't want to go to trial. Maybe she can right. get it reduced from a reckless to just running a red light. That would be a win, an infraction instead of a misdemeanor. What does okay. this woman do for a living? Uh, she's a professional woman, um, works in an, uh, for a company, you know, in an office. You know, if she goes to change jobs, they, they run, you know, computers never forget anything. Right. She goes to change jobs, and they do a check on her, and right. it comes up a misdemeanor conviction for reckless driving, the first thing they're going to think is she's got a drinking problem. Right. You yeah, know, and she pled not. it down to reckless from a drunk. Or so. That's what I would think. You know what I mean? Right. True, so, but that's not an issue at all. I, I understand. So if they're pushing ahead with a misdemeanor, a lawyer could help maybe okay. plead it down to an infraction. Is there a possibility that that day they will give her a fine? and, and If she shows up in court and the judge says to her, ma'am, Susan's friend, the judge says, you're only being charged with an infraction. She should say guilty, take it, and run for her life and have a party. That would be, if you mean as a misdemeanor? No, 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 an infraction. Oh, an infraction would no, be no, different no. than a misdemeanor. An infraction is you go to a red light. An infraction okay. is you run a stop sign. It's okay. not a misdemeanor. It's a ticket. Right, a misdemeanor is already criminal. They put you in jail for that. And worse than that is a felony. Had she right. killed somebody or hurt somebody right. badly, yes. she'd be looking at jail time, you know. Right. But, so it was a misdemeanor. So Yes, it is a misdemeanor, but maybe the DA will decide to charge it as an infraction or then it'll, Here's what she can do after she gets the police report. Yes. She can call me on News Talk 910, and I'll help okay. her figure out what her chances are. I, I used to do this, and I'm pretty good at it, Okay. Okay. So she's not going to be taken away that day, which no. is one of our... But our do the clean underwear joke. It'll get a... Ro- yeah, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yeah. And, you could, uh, could actually, absolutely finish it up that day, even though it's a misdemeanor, could they say? Or would, if it's a misdemeanor, no. You see, it's she's not going to be able to look at the judge and say, Your Honor, I'll plead guilty to an infraction. That That's the kind of stuff that goes on in the hall of justice, you know, in the halls of justice. You know, right. Not in the courtroom between the DA and the lawyer. 
the court is too busy, that nobody has time. Even the DA hasn't read the police report. Nobody knows what's going on. They're just moving cases. Right. So she wants time to enter a plea and to get a lawyer if they're charging her with a misdemeanor. Get if the police report. If they're charging her with a misdemeanor, she, time to enter a plea. So right. If they're charging her with a felony, it's the, if they charge her with a felony, it's the same story, too. Right. I don't think they are. But anyway, so that day she should not say, I plead guilty. No, unless it's an infraction. Unless it's an infraction, then she can say that. Otherwise, if it's a misdemeanor, she needs a lawyer. Right. And the copy of the police report to and show the lawyer. The and then she can call me and we can read it and see. Again, you tell her a win on this where the cop has seen everything. A win is an infraction. She ain't getting this dismissed. Okay, great. Got it? Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Stick around. We got lots more. 866-536-1000. I'm here till 4 o'clock. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. You got legal problems? Call them in. I'm a lawyer. 866-536-1000. Peter in Los Gatos. Len Tillum, Peter, how come you're calling a lawyer? Yeah, um, what happened is my wife wanted to make a fish soup. And I thought, okay, we're going to save some money. We're going to go. Can I say the name of the store? Yeah. Okay, we're going to go buy the fish at the Safeway. Mm-hmm. So we go there, we buy the cod, and she makes the soup, and I eat a nice big bowl of the soup. It was really good. But then I noticed these little brown things in the, in the, inside the meat of the fish. So we take a sample down to the same guy that, at, the, at the fish counter, at the Safeway, and he says, oh, I've never seen anything like this before. So the manager comes over. The manager tries to tell us that it's veins in the, in the fish. It ain't veins. Yeah, they're not veins. So then she calls the person that gives them their meat and fish, and he says, oh, yeah, this is, these are worms. Uh, just tell him that as long as it was cooked, there's, there's, the parasites are all dead, no problem. When did you eat the, wor- the fish with the worms? Well, like four days ago. Okay, please go on. So then I, I fill out a complaint, and then I get a call from their office in Sacramento the next day, and she says, are you feeling okay? I say, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no physical problems. I have no problems. This is all a psychological problem. She says, well, we, you know, we can give you a refund for the fish. And then I said, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I said, you know, I've been a faithful customer for 17 years. I've spent, you can see by, on your computer that I've spent over $100,000 of groceries. This is the first time that I'm complaining about anything, you know, and I'm asking for $200 because I've got psychological issues now. I'll probably never eat fish again. And I said, I'm not asking for $5 million because there's a human thumb in my taco. I'm asking for $200 because I've spent over 100000 at your store, and this is the first time I've ever complained about anything. You would be a good lawyer, Peter. That would be a great jury summation. No kidding. Yeah, well, anyway, she, she said, just sent me a letter, and, said, and I said, put in your letter that there were worms in the cod, and you are refusing to give me the $200. How I'm much did she offer you? Nothing, nothing, just a refund for the cod. Okay. So that he, was it. We, we did so a I little... got the letter, and that's pretty much it. I guess the question is, is there any point in going to small claims court? No. She didn't put... No. no nothing. Let me tell you why. Safeway isn't lying to you. Worms are found in codfish, and they're so common, apparently they call it a cod worm. They're nematodes, which are naturally occurring parasitic roundworms. And if the fish is cooked to an internal temperature of 140 degrees, you're eating the worms, but you're uh, not going to hurt yourself. You get a little more protein. And notice it's been four or five days, and you're okay, right? 
Oh, yeah, no, I have no problem. Yeah, yeah so it just makes you wonder, what about those worms that when you eat sushi, you know, I like sushi, but and they don't cook the sushi, you know, what if there are worms in that? And, and those are not killed. But here's what's going on. It's naturally occurring. You weren't injured. You don't have any damages. When you say psychological, you haven't seen a therapist. You haven't decided to kill yourself. Who knows what no, you no, no, no. <laughs> You know, so it, it's not like, uh, it's not like, it. you don't, the, the kind of psychological trauma you need to get money from a jury is kind of like you have to be standing in the street and watch your kid run over by a bus. And the blood from, after he's hit by the bus, the blood splatters you. He, your son's blood. That's, that's right. psychological trauma. Eating some dead worms ain't nothing. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, get the money back. And by the way, it could be Safeway. It could be Whole Foods. It could be Albertsons. I mean, they probably all get the fish from the same place or the same ocean. So don't blame Safeway for this one. It just happened. Okay? Okay. There you go. Okay. Really. Sometimes people get upset. And just because they got upset, they think it's worth a trillion dollars. It ain't that easy to get money from other companies or their insurance companies. That's for sure. T.C. in Walnut Creek. Len Tillum, T.C., why are you calling a lawyer? Because I need a lawyer. What do you need a lawyer for? <laughs> well, I was married in the Philippines. I was living there. I was married in 2003, had two kids. My wife left me in 2007. I have no idea where she is. She took the kids with her? No, I've got the kids. Oh, she left you with the kids? She left me with the kids. And did you, she didn't, did, uh, wait a minute, she didn't, when she left you, did she take the kids or not? She left the no. kids. No, she didn't want the kids. She didn't want to be a mother, she said. Where did you find this little sweetheart, right? Yeah, I picked a good one, didn't I? Yeah, what was this, a, a marriage through the mail or something? No, no, she was, uh, she was okay when I met her. She was I, I know this This sounds terrible, but most of the time, it's guys who leave. They run after another woman. They leave the kids and forget it. Rarely do you hear about a woman leaving her kids, you know? I know. I think it's terrible when a man does it. I couldn't imagine doing that to my kids. I uh -uh. can't believe a mother could do it. Right. But she's bipolar, and I didn't know that at the time. So. Okay, so you've got these wonderful kids. You got a new girlfriend or a new wife? No, no. Oh, wait, you can't have, you can't have a new wife. I bet you're still married... To, to the to the Lucy bird, the one who flew, the That's Maisie bird. Problem. What was, That's remember Horton problem. the Elephant? Horton the Elephant, Maisie the Lazy Bird. You must have read that to your kids, right? You married Maisie the Lazy Bird, and Horton sat, you sat and you sat on the egg. You, you, you're a nice guy. God bless you. So what's going on now? Well, that's the problem is there, there's no divorce in the Philippines. In order to bring my kids back here, I did go to court and get a custody order because I needed that in order to get the passports. Now, wait, wait a second, so, wait a second, wait, 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 we'll go through all this. Wait a second. She left the kids, right? Right. So, right. and the kids were born in the Philippines or the United States? They were born there because I'm a U.S. citizen, they were declared U.S. citizens. Okay, so she leaves the kids with you in the United States and splits to no. the Philippines, right? No. Oh. I was still living in the Philippines. Oh, when she left you, okay. All right, I got it. So then you had to get some kind of order in the Philippines to take the kids back to the United States. 
in order to get the passports with her not agreeing to the passport. I understand that. Okay, I you did good. A, I had to have sole custody, so I went to court in the Philippines, and I have a court order of custody from the Philippines. Right, okay. And in the Philippines, you know, this nice Catholic country, there is no divorce. I know that. They, they have legal separation and annulments. But you want right. to get divorced from this woman, Right. I, I've been back here for almost three and a half years. I haven't spoken to her in... Yeah, and in case a nice lady comes along. Years. Yeah, you don't want to be a bigamist. No. So here's what's going on. You can My biggest concern is that she would show up and want to have legal rights to the kids. I'm much more concerned with the custody order that, you know, she can't just show up on, her, on my doorstep and demand the kids. You know, I'd call the cops... But if I, sh- if I show the custody order to a judge here, I'm sure it would be enforceable and all of that. Oh, hey, wait, 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 wait. You have nothing... To a cop on the doorstep telling her to get lost. I understand. You have nothing from a United States or California court. You just got it from the Philippines. That's right. Okay, so here's what you got to do. You file for divorce in California, and you California allows no-fault divorce. We ain't the Philippines, you know? So you right. can file for divorce in California because you've lived here for at least six months. The whole right. issue is service of process. You got to right. serve papers on her. If you know where she is, you can send her the papers in the mail. Do you have any idea where she is, or you don't even know where she is? I have absolutely no idea where she is. Okay. I haven't seen her, I haven't seen her since 2007. She, she said she wanted to go to China. Last I heard, she was engaged to somebody from Australia. She's so bipolar. She's, she's probably... In the world she is. Who knows where she is? She's probably abandoned another family somewhere else. That's her pattern. Okay. Wouldn't so, be surprised. So if you can't find her, you still go to California courts for divorce, and you have to ask the court for permission to provide her notice by publication in a local paper where she lives. So you can't okay. find her, but the last town or city in the Philippines, you publish something there. That would be easier than hiring somebody in the Philippines to find her. But, right. you know, by the way, it shouldn't be that hard to find her. Filipino families are usually pretty traditional. One of her relatives must know where she is, right? Were Not the last I heard. Okay. So you got to... She had, she had run away from them many times when she was young. She doesn't have a good relationship with them. When I was trying to track her down to get her to signed the form for the passport, they said they had no idea where she was. Okay, so here's the thing. What, what do you do for a living? Can you afford a lawyer? Not easily, no. If this shouldn't, <laughs> here's the point. This shouldn't be very expensive. You should be able yeah. to get a reasonable lawyer to do this for about $1,500. Because well, I could swing that. Yeah, here's why. There's not going to be any fighting. She's not going to show up. This will be a, a, married, a, a divorce by default. She'll lose. The whole tricky part, and it ain't that tricky, it's really easy if you want to get publication in the United States, it might be a little trickier to get a publication permission from the court in the Philippines, but it can be done, and you need a lawyer who knows how to do that, and if the lawyer says, I want $7,500, tell him, kiss my ass and go somewhere else. You got it? Okay. Shop around. This is not a big deal, and you should get a flat fee, because there's not going to be any fighting, you know? And if he says, oh, I have to do four hours of research, it'll cost you $1,000 for that, run for your life. Because he's BSing. Yeah. It ain't no four hours of research. $1,500, it should be fair. Maybe two grand at start to finish. Got it? And that's just to file the forms and all of that. 
and and, and do it and and take with me. You know, there's a, a lawyer who rents space in my office building named Janice Downey, D O W N E Y, and um, she's reasonable and does a good job. And you could ask her or some lawyer in Walnut Creek, how do you go about doing this? Yeah, I find talk to some lawyers. Say the, the hardest part here will be getting service of her on the Philippines. If she doesn't yeah. fight back and all we got to do is fill out papers, how much do you think? And, and get a price, a flat fee, you know. Right. And if they start saying hours of research and do it, they're full of it. It ain't no hours of research. The forms are right there. You got it? Right. The hard part is go find an honest divorce lawyer. That's the hard part, you know. Yeah. There you go. Okay? Okay. Good luck. Let me know what happens. A woman who didn't want the kids. You don't hear that very often. I know. Some of you women are sitting out there. Your kids are screaming and yelling. You're ready to jump up and say, I'll give up. No, you're kidding. Stick around. We got more. The neighbors upstairs are so loud that this landlord's tenants, the landlord's tenants keep moving out. How do we tell them how to do an eviction? I got a story coming. Stick around. Len Tillum. News Talk 910. Len Tillum. News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. Paul in L.A. Paul, how come you're calling a lawyer in San Francisco? Uh, I have a uh, condo in a building in San Francisco, and I've had some uh, issues the last five months where the upstairs neighbor who owns his condo um, has an issue with drugs and is causing lots of problems late at night. And my tenants moved out, and uh, supposedly the issue was resolved. I have new tenants that just moved in. And the issue has come up again. So uh, wait, wait a minute. The people in the condo above you, the one Correct. you own, are just lunatics, right? Loud parties, drugs, banging around all night long, right? And your tenants get berserk. The people upstairs, do they own the condo or are they also tenants? They own. So what you have to do is sue your neighbors upstairs for nuisance. If you can get your ex-tenants to write you a letter explaining how bad it was to live there, you probably got a case. And you used to live there, too. So the trick would be you take them to small claims court and you sue them for nuisance. Or else you talk to the, the owners, you know, the homeowners association at the condo, but they won't do nothing. you got to sue them for nuisance. That's what you got to do, Paul. Okay. All right. Yeah, good luck to you. a letter from the uh, tenants, and they'll help. Sue them for nuisance. That might get their attention.